Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Delta Green RPG. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is entitled Separation Anxiety. It was written by Jeffrey Moeller, and it's from a collection, Fears Sharp Little Needles. It's available from Drive-Thru RPG. Our game master is John Dos Passos, and this is episode one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. John? Thank you, yes. Uh, today's story uh, is set um, in, again, we find ourselves in Ohio, this time uh, Dark County, Ohio, a little bit outside of Cleveland, um, where our five agents have all recently arrived because they all received an encoded email. Um, they all have a special um, encrypted email um, applications on their phones, which they all received an email with the familiar header, you know, we invite you to a night at the opera. Um, of course, you all know what that means uh, from initiation and upon opening it, it mentions uh, with the header uh, Operation Appalachian Sunrise. Um, it seems that a, a local uh, a genetic, uh, geneticist, a biological researcher, um, Beatrice Bell, BB, as she was known, has unfortunately gone missing. Um, her work was notable and significant. Um, and in, in addition to this, uh, there are scientists in Delta Green that wanna ensure that there is no unnatural um, uh, element to it. Uh, and so you are, you know, you're being sent out to evaluate this um, and see what you can do. Um, you're gonna be going in um, as FBI liaisons. And so uh, attached is uh, you know, instructions on a dead drop for where those of you who don't have legitimate police or FBI uh, credentials can now get them. Um, in addition, it mentions uh, where you are all going to meet, um, which is the medical center, um, is the, uh, the School of Medicine building at Case Western, uh, the medical center there, uh, where you can speak with some of her coworkers. Um, they also mention her mother. Uh, they, you know, they, the, the agency thinks that, you know, the uh, ACEL thinks these two groups are going to be the most, you know, her, her mother and her coworkers probably know her best. Unfortunately, she doesn't have a whole lot of friends. Uh, and from there, you know, you, you may take the investigation uh, as you like. Um, it does mention that you will meet others there. Um, you know, uh, it mentions maybe some, some code names, but nothing uh, too incriminating. And then the final line is, P.S., do please take notes. Uh, this email uh, will, will self-delete in 10 minutes. Uh, and so uh, we find ourselves outside um, the, the medical center um, uh, of the university in, you know, in Cleveland, as I, as I said, um, the Case Western uh, Medical Center. Um, you're all sort of arriving, um, you know, however you may, you know, by car or whatever your preferred method of transportation is. And so why don't you all describe um, what you all look like uh, as you meet and you can have some introductions. Uh, why don't we start with uh, Prada and go down the left or right? <laughs> yes. Well, officially, I'm Agent Prada. But most of you will know me as Hades Vandermeer. I was involved with the uh, the glass house incident. Uh, I uh, became very interested after that in uh, occult methods and was eventually approached by Delta Green. So now I'm officially, um, I'm kind of a reverse agent. I, uh, I am Hades Vandermeer and everybody knows that, but I'm secretly Agent Prada. Um, I'm just bringing my expertise and getting rid of forgeries and things like that, and my own personal curiosity. I also live in Ohio along with Agent Prawn and Agent Paradox. I mean, I don't live with them, but I live in the same state, so I'm familiar with both of them. 
Indeed, uh, most of you were, were brought in for, some of you for, for your specialties, others for uh, merely that you are Ohio locals or nearby or in Ohio at the right time. Uh, next up, uh, why don't you give us a description for Agent Patch uh, as they arrive. Um, Patch brings to the team a medical expertise as a surgeon, uh, specializing in um, trauma surgeries and combat. Um, she is dressed formally, very no-nonsense, business suit and attire, her graying hair in a, a tight bun um, and a very prematurely aged face um, with a look of she's seen some things. And then we'll move to Paradox, Agent Paradox. So a figure pulls up to the building. Uh, he's got a motorcycle helmet on because he's riding in on a Day Daytona Triumph. And when he takes that um, helmet off, there's this kind of almost disheveled five o'clock shadow face of a man who has worked so many long hours. And this is Agent Paradox, who is specializes in uh, homicide investigations and uh, criminology. Uh, and then Agent Pawn. Uh, Agent Pawn pulls up in a very obviously federal car. Uh, tinted windows and pulls on his uh, giant FBI jacket. He is a, a brick wall of a man, uh, has a nose that's been broken maybe too many times in his youth and not quite set right, very close cut hair. Uh, and he uh, gives a very kind of no nonsense look around as he pops the hood of his car and uh, makes sure that his concealed weapons are on him before he heads in. Right, uh, and it is, it is worth mentioning that um, as our resident FBI agent, um, one of your superiors sort of very discreetly um, handed you a burner phone uh, earlier. Um, that, that superior is not involved in this investigation, but obviously is either a friendly or agent themselves. And so you're assuming that there is a handler at the other end of this line. However, um, you know that the uh, sort of etiquette for this kind of op is to not call unless absolutely necessary, or you have something to report or you're finished. <laughs> Um, given the nature of this one as a sort of uh, false pretense as a legitimate FBI uh, operation. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, Agent Parsnip. Um, yes, uh, Agent Parsnip is um, an older uh, computer scientist engineer. And so he was brought in for that kind of, kind of work. Um, his general appearance is uh, disheveled and kind of unhealthy looking. Um, he smokes quite a bit actually. Um, and, uh, so that's, that's kind of what his general, just, you know, he's, I'm here for, for, to work, uh, kind of attitude. Very professional. Yes. <laughs> to the point. <laughs> well, I don't know about professional, but, you know, well, you know. And sort of no nonsense type thing. Like I'm here for the job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wonderful. Yeah. So as I mentioned, you know, you, you all arrive at the um, at the the Case Western School of Medicine in Cleveland, Ohio. It is, a, of course, a research center as well as is attached to a full hospital that um, uh, isn't you know isn't involved with the school and the medical school. Um, you know, you see, it is about midday. Um, there aren't a whole lot of people in this part of the um, in this particular parking lot for this part of the of the facility. Um, you know that um, with, you know, you have your notes that you are uh, to meet a Dr. Laura Bixby, who is one of the co-workers 
Um, that is your point of contact for this one. And as well as I mentioned, there is also um, the mother, Gertrude Bell, you can look into as well as your uh, other lead. However, she lives in Kentucky. And so you just have a phone number for her. Um, and so you, you are all free to make your introductions and uh, go uh, from where, where you'd like from there. Opponent oh, Paradox, nice to see you. Nice to see you as well, Prada. Nice to see you. See your. You got the same email that I did. And this sounds very much more like a police investigation than anything else. Missing well, doctor, missing scientist. Hmm. Uh, hello. Um, Patch. Uh, you just call me Patch. Yes. Um, oh, who, made, who made this? This is terrible. What is that? Coffee. Just. What kind of coffee Garbage. machine do you have installed in your car? I just pulled it from the lobby. Ah. Oof. Well, Cleveland isn't really known for its coffee. Just Hospitals take a... Aren't either. Yeah. Who cares what it tastes like? Take a five-hour energy if you need some juice. Your parsnip. Yes. Correct? I am. Computer whiz. I <laughs> I know, I know some circuits, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm Hades Vandermeer. I mean, I'm sure you all know that already. But secretly, I'm, I'm Agent Prada. Right. Well, we're glad you uh, dressed down to stay inconspicuous today, Agent Prada. But you see, that's just it. The more conspicuous I am, the more invisible I am. Nobody would ever suspect that I'm an agent of don't 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 say it don't don't that's like rule number one paradox weird why 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 did i recruit him it's it's uh, you're responsible for this clown then that was you listen i'm a good judge of character i trust in prada and you should too everyone should Oh, you're talking about me. (laughs) Uh, Parsnip, you ever fired a gun? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like guns. Excellent. We're going to get along great. Yeah. Hey, hey, Patch, where'd you get that coffee at? Bobby. Don't bother. Yeah. As long as it's it's hot. Careful. That, uh, that That Cleveland coffee will give you the runs. (laughs) <laughs> great one more thing to look forward to <sighs> well do we go inside we were inside where are we supposed to go yeah what aliases should we uh, set up what was that what aliases should we set up speaking to the group well I assume your FBI badges that you and, obviously have yeah. should have something on them. Yeah. yeah, some something. All right. Well, I'll be uh, FBI agent Steve Chen. Perfect. Yeah, the uh, Paradox and Pawn have, uh, you know, fake agent badges as well as their real badges if you want to use your real names and then, um, or, you know, feel that that might be necessary at any point, but know the, you know, <laughs> the drawbacks for that. And then uh, Patch Prada and Parsnip all have uh, official um, FBI consultant or FBI professional staff badges, um, which just refers to anybody that isn't a special agent. Yeah, I, I requested John Smith as mine. 
Ah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to question that. Right. Um, and yeah, so, you know, you're, you're all standing in the lobby, you know, there is coffee and, you know, there's, you know, the other things that you expect as mediocre things that a, a medical center, you know, as part of a school would offer. Um, you know, there's sort of the main part of the lobby and then you know, you're sort of brought over into a sort of a, a little side waiting room. Uh, and eventually you see a, a woman comes out, uh, you know, a, a sort of middle-aged uh, woman, um, you know, she introduced herself as, uh, as you know, Dr. Laura Bigsby. She says, she says uh, uh, thank you so much um, for coming. You know, we're, we're really concerned um, for, for BB. Um, you know, she's a, she's one of our first year PhD students. Um, and she was doing some really amazing work um, studying her own condition, actually, um, the Farnsworth-Bell syndrome. Uh, are you, are you at all familiar? I, I, you know, I take it you're not involved in biology, you know, biological academia. Seems it was named after her, yes. Uh, well, rather, it was named after her family. Um, yes, she comes from the, uh, the Bell family. Um, see, the, the Farnsworth-Bell syndrome, from what we understand, it's a rare recessive inherited condition. Um, it's prevalent in certain lines, the Farnsworth and Bell families, respectively. Uh, it's believed to have originated with a, uh, uh, she kind of looks at her notes, a male founder um, here. It says in arising in Kentucky in the mid 19th century. Um, the, it seems that only people uh, who inherit two copies of the mutated gene, as in both descendant from the founder, are affected. Um, Edie's mother must have unknowingly been a carrier as well as her father. Um, uh, now this, this Farnsworth-Bell syndrome uh, research is, is, is especially interesting. We've gotten some, uh, some grants from the state and the government um, because, well, so let me, let me back up a little bit. So the Farnsworth-Bell syndrome, it's, as I said, it's a genetic condition. It has traits that manifest in people. Um, people with uh, FBS are usually taller, thinner than a little normal. Um, they usually have fair, uh, very fair skin, uh, black straight hair, um, excellent reflexes, but very brittle bones, uh, extraordinary long slender digits. Um, and most notably, uh, their blood is very quick to clot. Uh, in fact, many of the, um, uh, many of them take, need to take blood thinners as they age. Um, and this last, but that last part of the condition is, uh, is actually what makes it of potential medical value. Um, and so that's one of the reasons that we've been, you know, doing a lot of research into it and then it's gotten the, the grants that it has. Um, from what I remember, uh, BB, she wanted to isolate the particular mutation of her rare condition, um, but we only have about 20 cases or so uh, in our literature. Um, and again, as I mentioned, the first one seems to uh, begin in, uh, in Kentucky in 1808. Um, uh, and you know, she as well, she's, oh, by the way, um, and she pulls out like a little um, employee ID uh, like an extra copy of, of Beatrice. And she says, if you didn't already have a photo, um, she hands you a photo of BB. I mean, indeed, you know, she looks like a, a younger woman, you know, not, not unattractive, uh, displaying all of these sort of unusual uh, features that I mentioned. Um, some look a little odd, but some actually look rather nice. They're qualities that people would aspire for. Uh, and she says, yeah, like I said, we're, we're all really concerned. Um, you know, uh, it's been um, a few weeks now uh, since she last came into work. Um, I know that her, you know, her mother is worried sick. Um, you know, uh, she's, you know, she has a dog that friends have been, uh, you know, going over to feed that needs to be taken care of. Um, but really, you know, however I can help you just, you just let me know. I'm happy to help. Uh, you know, and she, uh, she takes you in and she says, here, why don't we, um, and she leads you through, you know, you walk by the, you know, sort of big windows where you can see into the laboratories where they do all their work. Um, shakes you into BB's little workspace. Um, 
right next to her own office. And she says, you know, here's where she worked. Uh, unfortunately, um, she took her laptop with her, um, but you know, everything else is here. And like I said, I'm happy to answer any questions you may have. Um, is, um, is the, uh, is the Farnsworth Bell syndrome, uh, you said it's genetic mutations, but uh, mm -hmm. is it fatal? Is it, does it cause mortality rate higher than normal or? No, as I said, um, in fact, uh, it's sort of a double-edged sword, I guess would be the best way to put it. Um, those uh, who become older, if they don't get blood thinners, their blood might clot, they might have a heart attack or cardiac arrest, and that would obviously be fatal. But other than that, uh, no, I mean, these people, you know, they, like I said, they have their, they look a little differently, their bodies work a little differently, but they live normal lives. So, so it's, it's not likely that she succumbed to the disease. No, okay. no, not at all. Um, especially given that um, she has full access to all of our facilities and we have, you know, obviously we have some of the best, you know, some of the best doctors in Ohio here. So. And she's and obviously so. been researching it, right, looking for a way to counteract it or to cure it. Mm -hmm. um, that's interesting. Can you think of any rivals she might have in the medical field that would want to hinder or take credit for her work? No, I, I we were all, you know, when, when the police first came in and, and we talked to them, uh, we told them the same thing, uh, you know, that we, we can't, I mean, she, you know, she was a, a good girl, you know, she, um, she wasn't the social butterfly. So she, you know, didn't have a whole lot of people in her life, but those that she did, they, they appreciated her or they went, you know, they had a, uh, understanding of, of respect you know she didn't get along with everybody here you know there was the workplace squabbles and disagreements about things like that but nothing i mean everyone the i think they even wrote well about their in their anonymous uh, assessments of each other uh in the other in the other phd students so uh i can't think of any rival here um i don't think she I, i'm you know perhaps her mother or one of her friends would be better asked i don't think she was uh she had any bad spats with ex-lovers or anything like that she mostly kept to herself. I don't think she was in a really looking into relationships at, at this time in her life. Um, as you know, far I, as you know, yeah. that the, members, the members of the family that actually have this would like it cured or removed. Um, I, I can't speak on that. Maybe her mother could say, I, I don't know. Yeah, um, it's other, I other mean, than why BB, else research yeah. it? Why else well, research I, it? Yes, I know that BB was definitely, she was definitely interested in um, potentially, you know, curing or bettering her own life and the life of her descendants that might have the same, um, uh, should she choose to have children. And she, you know, want, like I said, she wanted to see about the potential health benefits. So, but. Um, I don't have any background in medical. I'm sure Dr. Uh, Agent. Uh, um, Dr. Toops. Dr. We've, Toops. We've only just met, we've excuse just, them. Yes, yes. Of course. Dr. Toops would have more. Questions about the details. Yes, does she have any research notes here in her office, or surely she um, didn't work from home on all this? Well, she well, most of it's kept um, within the system, so you know you you could access it from from any, her computer, any, right, from her laptop, or um, uh, I don't, yeah, I think it would probably have to be her laptop if you wanted to get everything she has. Uh, some of it is stored on our servers, but some of her notes obviously hasn't uploaded yet. So, of course. Would we be able to get access to those? Um, sure. I mean, I'm I'm sure if you uh, uh, got a hold of your computer, I'm sure that the somebody at the you know, I'm, I'm sure you, you can go through those channels. I'm not an expert on that, but uh, uh, 
presume if, if the FBI is you know involved, then surely they could uh, get get that. So I, I flashed my badge, FBI agent Steve Chen, mm-hmm. and this is my partner John Smith. Mm-hmm. Now I have a few questions for you. Now to prevent the blood clotting, would BB have a large amount of blood thinner? Um, BB didn't have to take blood thinners, but uh, I suppose that were she, you know, um, her mother probably does. Um, Hmm. uh, And I I don't think it's necessarily a large amount, but it's definitely, like I said, it, it, it would be bad if she didn't take them. Right. Um, um, It's about as, as nor maybe a normal or uh, uh, somewhat uh, strong dose for somebody that uh, has blood clots, but nothing unheard of. Okay. Excellent. If we could see her office, that would be uh Yeah, so yes. Yeah, so, yeah, and she, she shows you in. Um, you know, she has just a little workspace uh, next to her office. Um, you do see there's some notes, um, so some things that corroborate what um, what Dr. Laura has said, some things that you don't quite understand, that, you know, medical terminology, you know, lab tests and, and things like that. But, um, you know, um, Patch can tell that, you know, again, it, it corroborates what they've said. Um, you'd really need her, you know, like I said, her more in-depth notes, um, to get everything else, but you do find a lot of her stuff on her work. Um, you know, like I said, mostly things that uh, relate to her condition, investigating genetic things, recessive traits, uh, analyzing that sort of thing. Um, a lot of work and encyclopedias and uh, different books and notes that are stacked up in her workstation there. Uh, if I may um, ask, um, going into her office, I'm not going to look at the papers or anything because that's what they're they're doing. Um, if she was planning on going somewhere or leaving, there might be some indications around the room. For instance, she might have a a wall calendar with pictures of Aruba, or you know, there, she might have little knickknacks on her table that yes. tell us that she uh, wants to go to Mexico or. Would, would someone like to give me a search roll? I'll do a search. Yeah. Oh, I need dice. Indeed. And just a subtle reminder, so this is uh, Delta Green. So mostly, luckily, love the, the connection of the two systems. Mostly the same thing we're regularly used to. Just remember that doubles are now important. Uh, okay. And that it actually... And, uh, rather, the degree of success does matter, so I might ask you what you did roll, but you don't need to tell me if it's a hard or extreme, just if it was a double okay. or not. You got, I got a success. out of 60. Awesome, yeah, so, so, uh, so you succeeded. Um, yeah, you're able to look around, um, and uh, you, you find uh, uh, some notes, some data from a, a recent test, like a, uh, there was a, a blood sample that was tested, um, and you, you notice this is particular to you because it appears to have been... Uh, like printed the the results after she had already gone missing, and so you and and uh, you know by corroborating with uh, with with Doctor Toops, you know Agent Patch here, um, you can tell that that this this was a test that took several days that BB started and then was missing when it was finished. So somebody else had to come and remove the sample and the stuff automatically printed, but it was she set stuff up to be tested and then didn't come back to get those results. So it would imply that she wasn't planning on leaving, or at least that she didn't want people to know that she was leaving, if she was. So she didn't just go on vacation, then nobody knows. Correct. Now, are these results any different than her previous tests, like an outlier? 
Um, no, they're not. They're not. They're not particularly an outlier. Um, okay. uh, you're not quite sure what exactly the specific blood results mean, but they seem to coincide with what her previous stuff is. It wasn't a epiphany of sorts. Agent Patch, are you able to tell if these are all from the same individual? Am I able to tell that? Uh, yeah. I mean, what is just just uh, let me see here. What, your medicine is higher than forty. I'm assuming. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. So That's with it, yeah. yeah. So by you're not you're not all in any rush right now. So just by having the medical the medicine at, at sixty, you're able to tell that indeed it looks like almost all of these results are all from BB. These seem to mostly all be results having to do with her, um, her you know genetic material, um, her blood samples, you know her um, genetic samples um, tests with that. Um, you do see that there are some um, references, reference tests or cross-references to data they had on file, like the, the case that they mentioned in 1808 and, uh, you know, results they have relating to those uh, previous, because uh, I said there's about 20 um, previous Farnsworth uh, FBS um, people on file that they have some, and some of those they have uh, actual samples for. Uh, mm-hmm. So she prof, she prof cross-reference with those, but it seems the only new sample that she was taking or new samples were from herself. Very small sample Mm -hmm. size here. Um, This is all hers, of course, but what they said about um, the number of people with this syndrome being so low and the fact that both parents must be a carrier makes me curious how uh, her, her mother and father met, I guess. Maybe we can do a background check. Strange going on there. Possibly. Vandermeer, you said you were wanting to know if she had maybe gone on vacation. Have you just checked her socials? I'm looking at stuff around, yes. I mean, we can't all fit around the desk. I mean, no, like her Facebook, her Instagram. We can do that, certainly. Yeah. Um, um, uh, yeah, Are you going to go ahead and check that now? I'll I'll do that in a moment. I I was Mm -hmm. just going to ask, does she have any siblings? Are the tests all done on her own blood? They they do all seem to be done on her own blood. Um, oh. She doesn't she doesn't seem to have any siblings that you know of. Um, you could ask her mother for sure when you when you call her. Um, I'll, I'll check her social accounts. Yeah, um, you do see that um, she wasn't super active, but um, she has a Facebook. Um, it seems that she last posted uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, about maybe five or five days to a week before her disappearance. Um, she reposted some sort of science meme, you know, when somebody doesn't understand that you can't pull out the astroglade during the bubble, you know, because then you mess up the whole thing and you're just like this face, and you know, one of those type of things. And, you know, she changed her profile picture out two weeks ago, you know, um, you know, nice, nice photo of her with her dog, um, rather big uh, dog, you notice. At bbkitty. Oh yeah. That's the, that, that's her Twitter (laughs) where she, she, she posts more uh, science memes. I don't seem to see indicate that she was going anywhere. There's no, there's no uh, plane tickets or, or cruise tickets or um, car. I wonder if, when was the last time anyone saw her? Yeah, let me is get her that. Is, uh, we should find out that, or if her car. If, yeah, her car is not here. Um, uh, you know that for sure because you didn't well, see it up here. front. Okay. Um, and she was last seen. Uh, ex- she's last seen about th- almost exactly three weeks ago, and she was last seen leaving work uh, from this building. Um, uh, her purse uh, is missing. Um, 
And uh, as you're looking through the police report, it does actually note um, that her phone was actually found smashed in the parking lot. Um, uh, however, um, it seems that uh, her car is, was not in the parking lot. Um, and so you're not sure if she didn't, maybe she didn't take her car that day or if the car was also taken or if she drove away somewhere, but the phone was left smashed and she was last seen leaving work. Well, I think that's a high indicator that she was accosted in the parking lot. Because even if you dropped your phone and broke it, you pick it up for the SIM card. We should, um, we should, yeah, see with the police if, if uh, I'm, I'm betting Mr. Uh, Bailey would be able to get some data off the SIM card if it's still intact. Now, I have an in with the uh, Cleveland Police Department, and I'm, I'm wondering if I can check the highway cams about three weeks ago on that date for any sign of uh, that license, uh, that car license plate. Uh, you could, and even before that, uh, Bailey, you, when he mentions that, you think that, oh, hey, this place has security cameras. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we got to get you inside the security room, then uh, Parsnip. Oh, yeah. I'm about to check the security cameras already. Who's running the show? Jesus. No, Can I don't think he's running the show, although many people would lead you to believe that he is. Jesus. Are you just talking amongst yourselves, or do you mention getting him into the security room to, to, to Bigsby? I mean, we might as well. We have the authority right. with our uh, FBI badges. So let's take a look. Um, um, before we leave, uh, does she have like a like a workstation where she has like a um, separate mouse and uh, no, it seems like uh, it seems that you know when you saw, when you found her desk, you know the, I mentioned all those notes and the sort of books piled up. There is a spot where you imagine she usually plugs in her laptop. Okay. Um, so I think for the you you get the idea. You know, as a as a person that the cloud is wonderful, but um, you have to upload everything to the cloud. So it is easier just to when you're working with local files just to bring one device. Yeah, uh, I was I was just wondering if like. Um, is this like her space or is it a shared space? So th this specifically is her, her space. It is her workstation. Um, but this is part of a shared offices. Yes. It, she doesn't okay. have her own office, but she does have her own workspace. Okay. I was just curious to see if like there might be thumb drives or mm -hmm. a password book or things that she might have at her workstation other than just random items um, like a mouse and yeah, you know, mostly just what you found before with the different notes and things like that. Okay. Um, at least here, that is, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so, you know, when you, when you mentioned the the cameras to, to Dr. Laura Bigsby, you know, she's like, oh, of course, um, the, yes, the, the the police took a look. Uh, I'm sure, you know, the, the, the FBI would want to do the same. Uh, and she takes you over, uh, leads you, you know, over down through the halls to where the security office is. Um, you know, inside there's a, you know, you know, scruffy looking guard, you know, drinking some coffee. And he's like, oh. Uh, yeah, more, you know, they, they want to see the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kind of, you know, he, he knows the drill. Uh, looks like he's worked here a while. And so he, you know, scoots out of the way and lets you take a seat. Um, there isn't the best cameras uh, of viewing the parking lot, but you do see um, the sort of exit. Um, uh, and you do see her leaving. Uh, you do see, um, you know, as you scroll back, you know, you, you do finally come to where um, BB leaves out through the exit. Uh, and you see her sort of uh, kind of standing right at the edge of the frame, uh, as if waiting for a ride or to somebody to swing around and pick her up. Um, 
is then where you see her um, sort of almost violently tugged out of frame. Uh, you do see maybe a hand or an arm or something grab. Uh, and then that's when she's unfortunately pulled sort of around the corner out of the frame of the camera, which is mostly focused on the back entrance. By a, by a person. It's seemingly an, some kind of, you know, arm or something. Yeah, it look, looked like a person to you. Yeah. Not and a that car person took her car? What? And that person took her car because her car has been missing? Her car has not been, her car is not here. Her car is oh, not necessarily is missing. Yeah. Um, so it seemed like she was waiting for somebody. Do we have um, her, uh, her home address at this point? You do. Yes, you do. Okay. Very good. Um, Should we go outside and look at this area? Maybe she dropped something that they didn't notice. That's a good idea. But it has been three weeks, so I'm not too optimistic. Well, we can assess if they grabbed her and dragged her somewhere, where would they go? You know, they wouldn't go towards the street. They wouldn't go over that way. Maybe to mm -hmm. the dumpster, maybe to the forest. I don't know what it looks like outside. But who was the last patient she worked with and or how long ago uh, was that anyway was it recent she hasn't really worked with patients much um okay uh she mostly is more of a research. re on, researcher researcher yeah. so she mostly works with herself and as i mentioned the previous um samples right i just i didn't know if she had any mm -hmm. case studies she was working through okay not at the yeah. moment it seems yeah and does oh. anyone have access to her workstation at the uh, yeah, Dr. Laura Bixby would as the sort of um, department head of her uh, PhD yeah. program. But uh, other just normal students cannot access this area. No, correct? Um, it good. would be it would have to be uh, either her or another research using that station, which it looks like it was mostly just her. Uh, and so other people would have access to that room um, and other in other, uh, you know, terms, but or other semesters. But seems like for this semester, it was just her working in this room. Um, but yeah, so uh, Hades, you said you wanted to go outside and take yes, a look. I, where I wanted the, to go outside okay. and just see if I can find anything else. I do agree that we need to go to her home <laughs> and, in part, see the extent of her research, see what she has been sticking her nose into. I mean, if it's if it's just a missing person case, it's not. That's yeah. Uh, so. Uh, um, so Hades, you know, Agent Prada and anyone else who wishes to do, you know, go along with them, you know, you go outside again, I'll go walk. With. Yeah. Yeah. You, you walk out, yep. um, towards where, um, you know, you, you saw sort of, you know, the very edge of the frame of the camera where you saw her, uh, pulled or grabbed, you know, seemingly away. Uh, you do spot some little, little, little shards of, uh, of, of glass and little bits of, of where the phone broke. Okay. Um, uh, you imagine the phone's probably, uh, in evidence, um, you know, paradox could get that, um, if you were interested in that. Um, and as you're looking around, um, go ahead and you can give me either a alertness or a search for this one. Oh, one. Oh, oh three. Okay. <laughs> well, it's funny. Oh, three. As much as it is, it pays me to say it, an oh, three can, will beat other things, but it's not, a, it's not actually any more special. A yeah. one is the superior crit though? That's not. It's like the yeah. the crit, not just. I'm the, grabbing uh, Prada to recreate the crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Well, so yeah, and so so Prada was just kind of scanning around, but then uh, I have Paradox, to throw yeah, my you, phone down. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you, you grab <laughs> and yeah, you, you sort of fake throw the phone, and in this sort of um, squabble, you actually um, you spot something 
uh, like, you know, so there's this sort of concrete uh, of the um, parking lot. And then just to the side, there's some uh, like grass and there seems to be a, um, a little bit of a, some sort of a drainage ditch kind of on the side. Um, and you actually spot something shiny Look in the drainage there. ditch. Don't you um, see that? Yes, yes. That glint. Let's go. Uh, let's go check it out. And as you you, you kind of look, and what what spurred you to look this way is where the phone would have bounced would have been kind of near, like sort of into this grass, and that makes you think. Um, well, did anything else, you know, get tossed? And uh, right. and you spot this this glint. And as you approach, it seems to be some sort of um, uh, a gray flat thing that is partially covered in uh, a few weeks worth of mud. Uh, a large. Uh, about this big. I'm going to go pick uh, put on my gloves mm-hmm. and get my evidence bag. Careful. If you, yep. you grab my hand, if you need some steadying. Yeah, and as you start pushing away the dirt and sort of, you know, carefully digging this thing out, what do you know? It seems to be a, 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 a laptop, uh, you know, now mud covered and a little bit uh, worse for wear, but likely, hopefully still works. Um, you might have to get the data Yeah, you might have to get we the data definitely get this off of to, uh, it. Parsnip. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But it uh, seems that it was, it was it was a good a good find uh, and, and a lucky spot. Uh, but you were able to find that the sort of you guess that maybe um, just like the phone, uh, you know, she was sort of fumbling with her purse, and uh, you know, some things were tossed around. And it seemed that um, whoever, you know, if she was taken and not just like pulled away, like hey, we're hey loser, we're going shopping. Then it seems that whoever grabbed her, kidnapped her, didn't really care about her possessions. They they wanted BB. Do we awesome work? Do we see anything, since we both got very good roles, Yes. do we see anything else? I mean, we found the laptop, but do we see that maybe they would have had to have dragged her this way or that way or that they you, had a you, car over there? Yeah, you, you do see some some skid marks and sort of, you know, tire treads. Um, this does, you don't necessarily know it was from three weeks ago, but that would line up with, um, you know, the sort of classic pull-up grab somebody, you know, floor it off. Cool. So you're, you're, you're determined that at the very least somebody um, drove up and was like, let's go. You don't know if that was a kidnapping or right. a friend napping, but it well, was it one of those seemed, two things. It seemed like a kidnapping. It, it's starting to very much seem like that, given because the... if yeah. they were friends and the friend made me drop my laptop and my iPhone... Yeah, they wouldn't be my friend anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and she hasn't showed up for work in three weeks. So. Right. So right. <laughs> let's um. Let's go. Uh, I'll get this laptop so, to parse yeah, it. Take then. this. Take this. Uh, thank. Thank you. Um, yeah. Let's um. Let's take this inside. Uh, it, I mean, it's the best we can extract the information somehow. I'm sure Mr. Bailey has. Uh, Yes. Did yeah, you want to go ahead and see, uh, see if it's working now or uh, mm. save that for later? Let's be careful because if we put the button and it blows up, then mm-hmm. we're responsible. I'm going to let the professional handle that. Let the professional handle it. Then we can blame him if it blows <laughs> up. <laughs> I, I'm, um, I wanted to ask if this... this um, laptop situation was um like we couldn't even log in if we weren't connected to the hospital's internal network on a vpn that kind of thing because if we can't access our stuff outside of the hospital we should probably go ahead and try to do it now 
it oh. would be best if the hospital did not know we had the laptop though true i thought maybe the the um dr bixby was with mm. us that's why i I mean, there might be sensitive data on this laptop that we don't want getting out to the public. Right. Um, you imagine that if she's bringing the laptop to and from home, that at the very least, you could access it from either here or her house. Or her house. Okay. Uh, so it's either you can access it from anywhere with the right uh, credentials like she would have on the laptop or those two locations. Agent Vandermeer, before we go to their home, you were looking through her Facebook. What was the dog's name? Ah, you do notice that um, she did post on that profile picture, you know, uh, me and Boris and, you know, enjoying the sunset. Boris. The important questions yeah, it looks on. like a, a big dog, a big, big cuddly dog. Boris the Spaniel. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we might want to get some sort of dog treat before we pay a visit to her home and are savaged. <laughs> Good idea, Mr. Smith. I'm just saying we shouldn't shoot the dog. Well, we should also look a little bit around the uh, around her workstation, see if we can find passwords that she might have them. Uh, Hospitals like this would be very secure, so they're going to be 16-digit passwords, probably. Give me a a luck roll, somebody. So that's just a 50-50. You can either call it or just roll and zoom low. 55. Uh, well, that's, <laughs> Is that, that's bad, isn't it? Mm. That's bad, unfortunately. So, uh, she doesn't have any passwords written down here. You're kind of getting the idea that she, she would, you know, keep those a little closer to the chest. Like Maybe at her bad. house. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't find her purse laying in the mud, oh, did you? Geez. No, I would have noticed that, I'm sure. No, yeah, you didn't find the purse. Unless it was a trashy purse, in which case I probably wouldn't have noticed it. Well, right. Paradox, you said you could get the phone, right? Uh, the phone? Place to start. Yeah, that's a, that's another good... I can recover the phone from the uh, police department, so mm-hmm. I can probably go with uh, maybe uh, Mr. Pawn, so he can cover... Well, the question here, though, is given that you you would have to go into the um, Cleveland Police Department's, uh, I'm assuming that given that you are a yeah, detective with Dark County, they would know you. So you either need to disguise yourself as a uh, FBI consultant, or you would have to go in as, uh, as your actual identity and try to sort of, uh, you know, just be, you know, keep it on the down low. I can get you the floor plan and all the uh, security measures for the police department, and I can send that over to you, uh, Mr. Pond. Yes, that sounds uh, sounds fine by me as long as uh, you four stay safe going towards the house. Uh, also, potentially, you might want to ring the mother if we're thinking this is an abduction. It's possible that whoever grabbed her grabbed her because of her research, of her heritage. Mm-hmm. Her mother may be in danger as well. You know, the mother, I know... Um... Do we know if the mother lives kind of in the Kentucky, Ohio border region or? Yeah, uh, sure. there's about, uh, you know, it's definitely rural Kentucky. You got the, you sure. got the idea so that it, you might as well just call her rather than make the trip out. Got it. Um, while you do that, I think I'm going to pay a quick visit to the library. Um, I would like to do some research 
and see if I can find anything on Farnsworth and Bell families from Kentucky 1808, if there's some incident or some family history that ties the two families together. All right. So let's go ahead. We'll do the, I guess we'll start with the PD since that was first suggested. Um, so, uh, so the plan uh, from what I take it is that, so Paradox is going to give uh, Pawn all the information that he needs. And then Pawn's going to go in as an, an FBI agent to get the um, phone for their investigation. Yeah, we've got the jacket for it. Oh, indeed. Yes, you do. Uh, all right. Um, and I'm assuming you're using the John Smith badge. <laughs> uh, correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Yeah. So you arrive um, at the, uh, the, you know, the Cleveland PD, um, the, you know, we'll call it precinct four, you know, the precinct that is most closest to the Ohio center. Um, uh, you know, you walk in, you know, you see the front desk, just as, uh, just as uh, agent paradox described to you. Uh, maybe you even got an earpiece, you know, kind of situation. Oh, yeah. That's up to you oh, too. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of like, Oh yeah. You know, avoid her. She'll, 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 she'll hold you. She'll hold you for 15 minutes to some conversation, you know, skip, skip that receptionist. <laughs> oh, Nancy. Talk, talk oh, to he, the other one. <laughs> he just looks real grumpy. So yeah. You know, so you, you avoid her. You talk to the, you talk to the quick and to the point receptionist and, uh, and she says, oh, oh, sure. You know, and she gets you, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Lieutenant Phillips. He says, oh, hi, you know, you're, I understand you're, uh, you're working the, uh, the Miscus Persons. Um, and so uh, here is where uh, I need you to go ahead and give me a persuade or bureaucracy role to um, get this clean without questions asked, uh, no paperwork signed. Otherwise, you're going to have to, you know, make this more official. Uh, that is a pass on uh, persuade. I mean, okay, it's awesome. technically a pass on both, but I was but yeah. Persuade. Was it double or no? Just right or cool, cool, yep. awesome. And so he, and so he says, all right, yeah, yeah. And he you know he goes to the evidence room and he brings it back. He says, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, there wasn't. You know, we, we were able to, you know, the SIM card's still there. Uh, can't get much out of it. Else out of it seems to be mostly destroyed. Uh, you know, see what your text can do. Just uh, make sure it gets back to us. Thanks. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and you said you were Agent Smith, right? Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And you, you do see that he, he takes note of that, but you, you, know, you didn't have to sign anything or officially sign it out. So that Lieutenant Phillips knows where this went, but there isn't a paper trail. So, or there's not an official one. So. <laughs> and, and Agent Pond is not a very chatty individual. So there was yeah. no nice small talk, you know, getting to know each other. No, I mean, and, you know, Lieutenant Phillips, you know, looks like a man that has 17 other things that he needs to do before he can sit down for his next coffee or smoke break. So he's happy to be like, all right, cool. Thanks. You know, have a good day. <laughs> you know, there's coffee on the way out if you want it. <laughs> all right. So seems like you've got that. You can analyze next. So then why don't we do uh, the mother uh, phone call? Who Who is interested in, uh, uh, was it just Patch that wanted to call the mother? Did anybody else want to take part in that? Uh, what are we going to ask her? Like, I am. Um, I I'm assuming we're just going to ask her the last time she talked with her daughter. The same kind of stuff we asked Bixby. If there's anyone she knows that would want to harm uh, Miss Bell and that kind of thing, I suppose maybe she could give us a little more information on this condition as well. Awesome. You want to take lead on that paradox or? I think I'm most suited for it. Sure. Go for it. All right. So I'm going to call up Gertrude Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Gertrude Bell. Yeah. Um, you know, so it, it rings a few times uh, and eventually, you know, he, you hear a, a, a woman answer. She's, uh, hello. Yes. Uh, who, who is this? Hi, good afternoon. This is, uh, 
Steve Chen, FBI agent. Is this Gertrude Bell? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, yes, it, it is. Uh, yes, yes. We're, uh, we're actually calling because we're inquiring about your uh, daughter, Bibi. Oh, Bibi, yes, my dear Beatrice. Uh, I've, I've been, you know, we've been so worried, uh, you know, I've been so worried about her, you know. Uh, I, you know, I'm always, you know, my, me and my, uh, my, my rummage club, you know, we are, we're always keeping her in our prayers, you know. Um, mm. uh, she was a good girl, you know, was really working on some great stuff. Very smart, very, you know, re- really doing us proud. Uh, well, with any, any information you can provide us can help us with her swift recovery. Well, uh, um, did, you, did you talk to um, some of her coworkers? There, there's that Dr. Laura, you know, I've talked to her a little bit um, since her you know, disappearance. I think she was one of the last people to see her. Uh, right. Some of our more... agents have been in contact. Okay, good. Good. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm no uh, I'm no uh, researcher myself. Uh, I just know, you know, sort of our, our you know, sort of our family's tale, I guess. But all right. Um, can, now, can you tell me the last time you talked to uh, Beatrice? Uh, oh, yes, of course. Uh, you know, about, uh, you know, three and a half weeks ago, you know, we had a very nice chat. Um, you know, she sent me some pictures of Boris. You know, it was, it was his birthday recently. You know, so he got a, a wonderful uh, doggy cupcake. Uh, oh, I, you know, wonderful dog, you know, him, um, very, very, very lovable. It's the love, most lovable bloodhound I've ever, you know, met. So mm-hmm. he's, he's very good, very, very good, pup. good boy. Okay. Now, did uh, Beatrice ever mention to you about any breakthroughs in her research or anything of that sort? Um, no, I mean, she said she, you know, recently she was very confident, uh, you know, she's, you know, the um, medical center had received a grant from the state of mm-hmm. Ohio, um, you know, and so the she was well off, you know, her, her PDH program was, was going well, um, uh, you know, nothing, nothing groundbreaking yet, but I mean, I'm sure, you know, she was uh, making great strides, you know, connecting uh, back, you know, her, some of her data with um, uh, something about, uh, uh, you know, other, other ancestors, you know, mm. um, so, you know, like I said, I, some of this <laughs> medical talk goes above my head, but I, you know, I, I'm very, you know, very happy and, and proud of, of her work. So I, I obviously awesome. want, you know, her to get back to that as, as soon as she can. So. Maybe we can switch the subject to family. Now, has Beatrice, has she had any contact with her father? Well, you know, she, her voice gets a little timid and, you know, you, you know that, you know, she's kind of embarrassed to speak about this kind of topic. And she says, well, to be honest, um, you no, know, she, she didn't really know her, her father at all. Uh, and, she, you know, she kind of sheepishly admits, she says, well, um, her father was a, a man, um, uh, oh, he was a, he, he went by Jimmy. Uh, he was a very, very handsome uh, fellow. Uh, I admit it was a little, uh, little, little, you know, um, little bar fling, mm. um, you know, passing little thing in my youth, a little passing mistake that gave me a wonder, you know, that is BB. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I lost track of him uh, after I fell pregnant. Um, but, you know, uh, she did take after him uh, physically, it, it seems. You know, she, she has my eyes, but she has a lot of his traits. Well, don't worry, Gertrude. I'm not here to pass judgment. Um, but do you know anything else about this uh, Jimmy? Maybe a last name? Uh, no, unfortunately. I, like I said, I never got it. I just I, I met him, uh, you know, in a, in a, uh, a bar in, you know, in rural Kentucky. Uh, you know, we, we square danced and I think we had whiskey and um and uh, I think some Brian Coke or something. Uh, and then he sort of sweeped me off my feet. You know, it was, it was a different time back then. And things were a lot simpler. Uh, we didn't really know about, you know, the, the ramifications of our actions in our youth, you know. Now, can I tell if she's telling the truth? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, so what is your psychology, or sorry, what is your humint? My humint is uh, 50. Yeah, and so even over the phone um, with, with that, you know, you're talking to her, you know, she's happy to talk talk your ear off. And so you do talk with her for a little bit, and you get that she's she's very sincere. Um, she, mm-hmm. she was a little bit, you know, sheepish. So she might not give you all the dirty details about the event, but it seems like it was just a little passing encounter with this uh, with this Jimmy guy. She gives you a description of him, you know, uh, it matches the sort of um, uh, it matches kind of uh, Beatrice's description a little bit. Obviously, you know, he's a, a guy, so there's some differences. You know, she mentions him very rugged looking. You know, very um. Uh, man of the earth kind of look um, that she was attracted to back then. Okay. Uh, and yes, she, she seems, you know, like I said, very sincere, uh, very legitimate. She like, she might not be sparing you every dirty detail, but she is not lying to you. Mm. But nothing used to identify who this Jimmy fellow is. No frequent haunts or anything just drops off the face of the earth after a pregnancy. Well, it seems that she lost track of him. Um, mm. So All perhaps right, well. uh, she, he didn't go around that part of Kentucky anymore, but. Okay. Thank uh, you so much that, for your time then. Uh, oh yes, you. yes. It was wonderful talking. You said it was uh, Steve Chen, right? It was wonderful yes. talking with you, young man. Please do give me a call if you. If and you we ever... will be sure to update yes. you on any. Oh, thank you. Please, I would really appreciate that. Thank you. Goodbye now. All right. Uh, great, wonderful. And then um, we had to uh, Prada at the library. Mm. Um, did anybody want a company? I yeah, actually remembered that it's not 1920. So I have the library right here in my hand. That is very true. Uh, <laughs> unless I run into a wall, I don't have to go do physical copies of things. So I've been sitting here trying to find some of this information. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, sure. So for, I, I guess perhaps um, while the others are, you know, making their phone calls or getting the phone yeah. or working with the computer, you can just simply be, you know, nearby. Uh, and so, yeah, go ahead. And for this, why don't you do me a history uh, role for this one? Since so you're specifically looking at the historical History 54. And oh, yeah. History is 75. 75. Yeah, you have very good. I remembered a very good history. So, yeah, you're able to look through um, and you are able to sort of, you know, you, it takes you a little bit of digging, um, but you do find, uh, 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 you know, you're kind of looking. It's hard to get a lot about um, that particular um, fellow. Uh, uh, so, as you're looking through, you know, before you find anything in, involved with, um, with the uh, with the 1808 case, you do actually find about 50 years ago, uh, you f- find a pattern of about 10 missing persons, um, and they all you know have these sort of unusual physical descriptions similar to BBs. You know, they mention very fair skin and dark hair. Some even specifically mention uh, sort of long fingernails. Um, uh, one mentions that the um, person suffered from uh, you know sort of a brittle bone type thing and so they were wor- like you know one case no. uh they were worried that maybe somebody fell down the stairs or, or you know and was never found or something like that but um uh, they it all seems seem like to be farnsworth uh, bell syndrome you would guess at least they're all farnsworth bell syndrome or, description, yes. at least they had traits that would make them um mistakenly identified as such um and there's about 10 at least 10 that that very much match those descriptions all from um, around the same time or across 50 years it, it's so it stretches a, around 50 years but it is notable that most of these have happened in Kentucky or or Ohio um or Ohio can i make a list of the intervals between them if it's um, like every ten, 5 years every Six years. It seems that there is no, you can, there's there no isn't a, there's no consistency, right? Um, uh, however, uh, are you interested in looking into this further? 
Well, yes, I would. I would. Mm-hmm. I, I have. I look for okay. patterns. So if mm-hmm. there's um, dates that they went missing, um, I mean, we are in Delta Green, so I'm going to check and see if the phase of the moon um, hmm. is corresponding to their. What is interesting, um, you know, you maybe tap into some extra little databases that, you know, you would, you would have from, from being part of Delta Green, uh, you know, part of the conspiracy. And you are able to see there's no, there's no correlation with the moon phases. But as you're looking, you know, right around each of the particular disappearances, you notice that um, you, first you notice a couple and then you do find a pattern that it seems like almost all of these 10 people, they went missing a few days after their pictures uh, appeared either in the newspaper, online, they were on television, on the news, or answering some sort of question or in a commercial. Um, very interesting. And also notably, as you look back at these, as you're trying to sort of tie, you know, um, these people's families, like if they tie back to the same as BB's, you notice that very, very seldom are fathers mentioned, and usually they are listed as stepfathers. Um mm. You kind of, you know, uh, with your with your good intelligence, you know, you kind of start to think, um, Hades, that, you know, you're worried. Maybe it might have something to do with somebody is watching for reports uh, of unusual looking people right. and then targeting them. Targeting them. Possibly is what you would. For, right. I'm wondering. I'll 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 express my my speculations to the others when I meet them. And then, uh, so Bailey, uh, before the group gets back together, um, were you going to wait until you got to the um, apartment or did you want to go inside and use the internet here to check out the laptop? Uh, I think what I'd like to do is I'd like to hold out and wait till we get gotcha. to the apartment. Um, there, there could be something at the apartment that might be um, helpful or useful. And I'm, I'm meeting them there. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. So awesome. And then, so uh in fact, actually, while you're so while while everyone's making their way to the apartment, um, and uh, Hades is finishing his research since he took a little extra time there, uh, did you want to take a look at the um, the phone uh, that um, the others bring you um, as you're meeting up and going to the library? Oh yeah, I did forget about the phone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, what what can I make of the phone? Is it is it all there, or am I missing some um, pieces? You are unfortunately missing a number of pieces. It seems to have been shattered. Uh, you, however, the SIM card is luckily intact, so it seems you can get some data off the SIM card. Um, you're able to get, you know, the recent call history, recent texts, um, and it seems, you know, most of the of the data seems rather normal. Um, you do see, um, like I said, that you know, a couple calls between her uh, her family, some to her work. Uh, you, there's a couple numbers which um, you cross reference, so they seem to be friends. You know, uh, similar, uh, you know, similar people of you know that age that are either. Uh, attend the medical, you know, the university or the medical center or, um, you know, one or two um, friends from high school that she, you know, would text, you know, every once, in, you know, every couple months or something like that. So unfortunately, it's mostly mundane. However, you do spot um, there's actually a picture uh, on the SIM card that she saved to the to the card. And it is a, uh, well, there's a, there's a number of pictures, you know, you scroll through, there's some of those science memes, there's a couple um, things that she wanted to remember, you know, s- scheduled stuff for later appointments, people's number or uh, something that she needs to do, remember for work. Um, and, uh, but what, what, as you're scrolling through, you do notice um, in particular one, uh, this sort of stands out, you notice a, a flyer. Um, it is a, a very simple uh, a flyer, but it is a flyer for 
the Farnsworth Farm. Um, and it is, is a sort of agro-tourism business um, in rural uh, Kentucky in, uh, in Dark County, about five miles outside the village of Arcanum, which is just outside uh, Cleveland. Um, uh, it seems like uh, this is just a you know, place where you can self-pick apples and pumpkins. Uh, you can do hay rides in the late summer and autumn. Uh, and it seems like uh, this is something that she uh, you know, saw on Facebook or some other social media, and she went ahead and downloaded it. Uh, potentially probably to maybe go see or maybe a friend center like hey you want to go pick apples sometime um and so there there is you know it, it doesn't seem like maybe anything at first but you do notice that it's you know it's another location in dark county so it's, it might be a lead it might be just a dead end i'm gonna i'm gonna hold on to that until i talk to the group uh, and then what about her emails uh her personal emails did did i find yes. anything in that um, yeah, actually, as you are able to get into her emails from her phone, um, and you are not able to access the, their, uh, well, so, so, sorry, I mean, you're able to get into her emails and you do find there's a couple emails, uh, like a bunch of them are just mundane things, but you do find one email of note, uh, because it, it is actually from Miskatonic University, which is immediately like you're taught as a, a member of the conspiracy. That's an immediate like ding, ding, ding uh, for you all. Uh, and it seems that she was um, uh, she was granted an online access to the copy of a book called The Legends and Folklore of Appalachia uh, by the Special Collections Department at Miskatonic University on the day before her disappearance, based on that uh, academic uh, re research request. Um, Unfortunately, can't access this from the phone uh, because it's an encrypted document, but you, you most likely think that you could by logging onto her computer uh, and accessing the same email or the same okay. email account. All right. Uh, and that's wonderful. really, that's really all I find with the, the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, like I said, you sort of corroborate some, you know, nobody has sent her any angry texts. There's no, you know, no ex-boyfriends calling her, nothing like that uh, to, you know, to, uh, to, you know, refute anything you've heard. Um, so, you know, you are all able to um, gather, you know, this all up um, and you make your way over to, um, to BB's place. Um, she has a, a little, uh, looks like a little sort of uh, townhome type condominium uh, sort of building, you know, um, one of those like apartments, but, you know, not, not, not actually an apartment because it's, it's like its own little thing and the string of them. <laughs> so, um, and so, you know, you are able to approach um, and uh, as you all arrive, uh, you do actually uh, make note that her car is here. Uh, as you sort of uh, started to pick up from the way that you saw from the security cameras, it seems that she did not take her car to work that day. Uh, you guess maybe she was planning on doing something afterwards, perhaps with a friend or getting a ride. And so you know, for whatever reason, her car is still here. Um, uh, it's just something you notice as you all uh, arrive and uh, regroup with each other. Can I share my information that Hello, I learned? On, do you end up getting that stake? Yeah, I got it here. Uh, just in case they are boarding the dog here. I know the friends are taking care of it, but just in case. I found out some very interesting information. Um, are we going to go inside and discuss it? Or? Yeah, yeah, let's. Yes. Yeah, so there's a dog inside. Potentially. Yeah, well, ribeye will let's come. Knock door. on the door and it'll bark. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so. And sure enough, you. It's not long where you hear the. Oh, 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 
from uh, some sort well, of big dog. That doesn't sound very big it's, at all. <laughs> you know, so it slowly starts picking up. Uh, you know, from the uh, you know from across the room, uh, across the door. Does somebody have a key? I don't know where the doormat or the flower pot. Maybe. Do you want to it give me like uh, a luck house. roll? Do, do agents of sure. our caliber need? To I'll key. check. Yeah. An 08 is a success on the luck. Yeah, so it isn't under the mat, but you, you search around and there seems to be one of those potted plants that uh, you pull out the key from, from you know, sort of half buried in there. PhD students think they're so smart. Open the door, get mauled by a dog. Uh, well, actually, as you, as you open... Um, this this big brown you know big brown bloodhound runs up and he at first he's kind of sniffing a little bit um you know and then when he sees you know when you you know kind of you don't make any advances toward him he eventually then kind of runs up and uh you know he starts you know running circles around you kind of you know jumping up on you a little bit um it seems like he's he's a rather friendly dog you know if you don't um you know make any aggressive action he's you know big old cuddly dog you know like most of them are it seems like he's eager for attention uh you just see a note um, on the you know on the counter with some uh, half opened uh, you know like a half filled bag of dog food and it's just a note it says you know um, to whom it may concern you know uh, we're searching for a forever home having some trouble finding it um, you know we come by every you know every week or every few days uh, if you find a home feel free to take take Boris you know signed you know and it's like Agatha you know you assume one of BB's friends. Hmm. Well, let's oh. leash this thing to the table for a bit just so it's not underfoot. Just yeah. in the back patio or something, the backyard or something. You're going to give it the steak or are you going to save that? Uh, Yeah, just to shut it up. Yeah, I mean, if you if you give it the steak, um, it will happily let you leash it somewhere and it will just, it will go to town and spend a, you know, it's going to work its way, it's going to slowly work its way through that thing, enjoying it. Uh, so it'll be occupied for a little bit and then it'll be, it'll be leashed up, so. Do you think a house bloodhound would be any use in tracking someone? Possibly. It certainly would know her. It's got the smart the, the strongest sense of smell of all of the of all of the dogs. Yeah, you take it this 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 is not a professional bloodhound, like you right, might, assuming that it's <laughs> assuming FBI, that it's been trained. But Hades is correct in that this you know, you, you ask it to sit and you know stand for treats and it seems you know, it seems relatively trained, and you are right that it would it would at very least know BB's smell, and so it, you might have to stop it from getting distracted, but it it, it could we, potentially help you find her. We we had one when I was a child, and we used to hide bits of bacon in the backyard, and the dog went straight out, straight to the bacon, Unf always perfect. So, um, I found out something very interesting. Um, over the past 50 years or so, there seem to have been 10 people, all of them matching, um, their descriptions matching uh, the Fawns with Bell Syndrome people. Um, they all went missing. Now, there's no, no distinct pattern. There's no intervals. There's, they're, they're not disappearing on a particular day of the month or or during a phase of the moon, but they all appeared at one point or another uh, uh, shortly before their disappearance in the newspaper or, or something like that, as if somebody was watching, waiting for a bell to show up. And then, and, and almost all of them take place in Kentucky with a few in Ohio. Do you think they are all in the Bell family, descendants of the Bell? Because there's the Farnsworth and the Bell, right? 
Could this are be they, that? Are they all, were they all Bells? The Bell family? Um, let me double check, actually. It's a good question. <laughs> um, it seems that, um, no. In fact, given the way that paternal uh, names work, some of them don't even have the last name right. Bell or okay. Farnsworth because they have stepfathers or they have sure. adoptive families. Yeah, they almost um, all have stepfathers. The fathers nice. are almost never mentioned. They always leave. Were any so of them wondering. patients? Uh, were any of them patients of um, BB? Oh no, no. This is this is over the last fifty years. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, not, not even the most she, recent. Or I, I don't. That, no. I don't think she had patients. She was a scientist. I, I'm, I'm case. I mean, yeah. I mean, case studies. I know she's right. working Sorry. with. It, case it is that is a question um, in that you well, don't the, think you don't think any of these didn't, missing people are the ten or the twenty. Uh, samples that she had from the past that you saw earlier. Right. Uh, so what I'm guessing, what I'm wondering, is since the fathers seem to disappear, and and haven't you just told me that her father also seemed to have disappeared? Yes. His name was Jimmy. Maybe that father is the same person. I'm wondering what if she, well, I'm not wondering that, but I'm wondering if our our doctor BB was abducted for some sort of breeding. They weren't all. Were they all women? Mommy, I guess that wouldn't matter. Well, it's all the women. fathers are the ones that disappear. All the women are the mm-hmm. ones that are eventually abducted. Did she have a child? She didn't have a child. No. No. If somebody is impregnating these women and then they're giving birth to more. Uh, cases of the syndrome. I don't know. It's, I, it, it's, it's all missing sense. women that have gone that have gone missing. Is, yeah, is women. Well, if Men? the fathers are missing, then the or all the that would be correct. Um, it all, seems that these are because they're all matching BB's description specifically. Um, right. So they have similar yeah, traits to hers. Hall, hallmarks of the condition that she has. Right. And that matches the story that Gertrude Bell told me uh, when she met her uh, uh, BB's father. Uh, now, BB's father disappeared shortly after uh, Gertrude got pregnant, mm-hmm. and I did get a first name, and that was Jimmy. What's interesting is that there would have been no way for her father to know this is a recessive gene. Gertrude would not show any signs of this. We may have a bit of a Jimmy Appleseed situation where he's going out sowing his oats and then keeping an eye out for anybody that pops mm. up 20 years later looking like she did maybe but uh, one man over and the course what of 50 years and, and clearly why? clearly they're getting kidnapped for some reason someone some organization i mean it, for it, all we know it could be us the timeline could match up uh, Prada, if you think about it, if you started as a young man in his 20s, young man, uh, an old man in his 70s can still be, you know, making children. So, mm-hmm. in any mm-hmm. case, we know that there's somebody else involved. That this is not some random grabbing of a woman in a parking lot. That, well, sorry to be scientific. It could still be just a random grabbing of a woman in a parking lot, but it's happened a lot over right. the course of the 50 years. There's definitely a pattern. 
When was the last person taken before BB? Oh, that is uh, a good question as well. I probably have a list. That I've right. Right. Uh, about uh, 19 years ago. Oh, so we're talking like generations. Yes, this was across fi- across the last fifty years right, or right. so, particularly, um, and like 10, the, so nine, right. Yeah. You apparently the Farnsworth Bell syndrome cases go back to as far as eighteen oh eight, but you know, uh, to clarify, Hades was able to find specifically these ten missing people over the last fifty years that were all on the newspaper, the television, right. or the, the, put online, and then there were witnesses. And I haven't found anything so far specifically on an incident from 1808, but uh, I'll keep looking. Maybe Parsnip. the laptop will uh, give us right, some more right. yes. Parson, did you find Parsnip anything on the phone? I did, actually. I, I found, uh, well, I found a picture of a flyer for a Farnsworth farm in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um they might have a Facebook page or a website. They do hay rides, fruit picking, agritourism kind of things. So uh, she had that on her phone. That that seemed kind of interesting. But just um, to clarify, that, that is in rural Ohio, but it is close to the Kentucky border. Oh, it's in Ohio. Okay, yeah, I sorry. Down wrong. Sorry about that. No worries. Yeah, just it's in rural. It's in the same county as this one, but more the edge of the county, closer to Kentucky. Got it. Got it. Do we want to just call the the uh the farm just to see if there's a jimmy working there and then maybe hang up right away oh yeah I like can i speak with jimmy <laughs> exactly I, we could we could search if it's on facebook or something you know we could see if there's any mm-hmm. pictures references to owners that kind of stuff also on a farm how many jimmy's are there i've got four in my family it's That's true. The names that wouldn't necessarily come. And wouldn't really tell us much of anything anyway. And it? if it, and if he was there, he'd be warned that we were on. Right. <laughs> we don't want that. Anything uh, else on the phone, Parsnip? Yeah, there's a something that's really interesting. She got an email from Miskatonic um, with online access to the legends and folklore of Appalachia. Uh, and she got this access a day before she disappeared. Might be worth looking into that too, then. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm going to need access to her laptop probably to, well, to read whatever this is. But it's what we keep you around for. Yeah, we got it right here. But uh, be careful. It's covered in mud and might be uh, fried for all we know. I'll do what I can. Good man. Yeah. And so as you, uh, as you plug it in and get started up, why don't you give me a luck roll? So I, I choose high or low? Yeah, you can oh. choose high or low or just roll it and we'll assume low, but... Okay. Technically speaking, the rules say it's low, but I've mm-hmm. always played in that you can pick, because it's, like, it's just like flipping a coin, so... Yeah. Um, what'd you get? Uh, 45. Awesome, yeah, so you are... So you have to clean some of the mud off, but you're able to plug it in and it seems to start up. Um, you know, it, it takes a second to boot, but, you know, it's a little worse for wear, but it is, it is starting up. Um, and so you're, you know, you're able to, um, uh, get on, um, the, the, the first screen is uh, password protected. Um, however, uh, you look around, um, and you know, similarly to the way, the way you did at the office, uh, under, you see, it, it actually takes, um, uh, uh, looking under the drawer, 
and you actually, the roof of the drawer has a sticky note on it and you pull that off and that has the passwords. And so you, you remembered what you did earlier and were able to find that. Um, and so you're able to get into to her computer. Um, yes, thanks, however, John. Now I have to move mine. <laughs> Whoops. Um, you know, great lights, great minds think alike. Um, however, as you are um, uh, starting to uh, interface with it, uh, you're going to need to give me a, uh, a, um, a, a roll here, which would be, okay. I believe, let me just make sure I'm telling you to roll the right thing. <laughs> that would be a... Would it be, mm, you can go ahead and do either SIGINT or computer science, whichever is higher for this. Okay. I have the same in both. Okay, perfect. Uh, so yeah, we'll call it a, we'll call it computer science. But um, So I, I rolled a 48 out of 60. Okay, great. Yeah, and so um, at first it is a little bit rough because as you start going through, you start, uh, you, you know, as a, as a computer scientist and, you know, you're, 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 um, you are well, you know, well experienced. Uh, you know, you know, you know your way around, uh, you know, the digital world. You found that unfortunately there is a virus on this computer, and so you have to sort of fight against the virus at first as you're uh, logging through. Um, you are quickly able to determine, um, you know, by looking at the code of it, that this is some sort of custom-designed keylogger that activates and sends information to a particular IP address if certain words are inputted or searched. And you know, you know, uh, before you even track it down further, that the IP address, just from the the kind of IP address that it is, corresponds to somewhere near Arcanum, Ohio, in Dark County, uh, which is where you're where you are now. So it's somewhere locally. Um, it, it seems that it's the where she got it. Your best guess is that um, you can sort of trace it back to numerous online academic repositories that happen to contain research data um, specifically about Farnsworth Bell syndrome. Um, and you, you're starting to think, okay, that, that makes sense. And as you're looking, um, you're able to, well, first of all, you find those, you know, you find those emails again, but as you're, as you're dealing with this virus, um, you're able to determine that the terms Farnsworth Bell syndrome, legends and folklore of Appalachia and James Farnsworth are three of these search phrases that you were able to, uh, you find them in the, in the code of the virus, given that you're, you know, your, your skill in, um, in, in coding and computers, and you're able to then look in her browser cache and indeed BB searched all three of these things, which triggered that virus. Um, so uh, you are able to um, at least um, uh, sort of disable it for now um, so that it doesn't further uh, get in your way. Um, but it seems that she was unfortunately infected and, and likely didn't know it, given she wasn't a computer scientist herself. Um, uh, now, you are able to um, find, uh, uh, first of all, the, the, you know, her copy of the, of the book, which you can take a look at. Um, but you also find an encrypted document containing some more of her notes about her research. Um, this is going to require a, um, either a medicine role or a crit, intelli a, a, a crit on an intelligence roll um, to, to decipher this. Um, which I'm sure, you know, that uh, Patch can, can take a look at. Um, yeah. uh, in addition, as I, as I mentioned, you find, they pull up the, here I can actually send the information for it. You find the legends and folklore of Appalachia, um, which seems to be um, some sort of a, like I said, it was something that she got from the Miskatonic, or, um, you know, one of their um, uh, data banks, can you have found? Where is it? Sorry, hold on. 
pull right up. Ah, yes. So um, it is Legends of Folklore of Appalachia, as you are able to get the secure document open after you deal with the virus. It, um, it seems to be an oral history compilation that has been generated by several Miskatonic University field historians um, all the way back in the 1920s. Um, the book contains mostly information on the historic uh, uh, Farnsworth Bell clan, uh, which, you know, it's an odd looking family matching the description of the, you know, the Farnsworth Bell hybrids. Uh, and it was led by a, uh, you know, a reputed uh, sorcerer named James Farnsworth. He was uh, reportedly born in Kentucky um, in 1808 to a single mother who was a reputed witch. Um, the, uh, the, Oral histories go into talk about how the family is said to be involved in desil, de, devil worship in their uh, com compound in rural uh, Lachey County, Kentucky, uh, until a local militia dispersed them. Um, many Farnsworths were killed, but several of them, including James, escaped. The report of the raid notes that it often took several gunshots to kill a single Farnsworth, but their bones were brittle and that they oozed an odd, thick, blackish ichor when shot. A particularly disturbing passage at the end relates that a distant Farnsworth cousin had to be rescued by the militia from a root cellar where she had been chained, sliced open and mutilated, and then starved for weeks. The prison woman sadly died, which greatly upset the extended family. And one of the statements from the arrested described her ordeal as the rite of passage for all true Farnsworths, separating the wheat from the chaff. Um, and in addition, just from skimming this, um, you can go ahead and add plus two to your, uh, to your unnatural score. Um, and you feel that if you were to study this in depth, maybe take a, a week, um, you could, um, dare I say, learn a little more about the unnatural. Um, and there's even uh, what might be a ritual uh, you think that you could potentially learn uh, from, from studying this, um, but uh, you know that that is... Generally, we're starting to enter the danger zone, you know, as far as your briefings are concerned. So that is up for you to choose to do or do not with. Is, is he reading this out to us? Bill? Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm definitely relaying the information that's in here. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm definitely gonna, gonna read into it, spend as much time. You know, with, well. the, with, with the last name Bell, I don't think, um gertrude was a random target honestly yeah bingo jimmy yeah. james mm -hmm. she's probably in a cellar right now going a, under a man from 1808 raid. surely not maybe the name james is just a you know family common name. the, the family you dealt, they pass on you right. dealt with sorcerers before agent no i i have not pawn have you yeah they're sons of bitches each and every single one it could be the same guy mm. it wouldn't even surprise me this is this makes sense they're tricky son bitches uh but apparently you can shoot them so things are looking up well, um, i agree agent pun an I'm, unhealthy I'm, dose of lead poisoning I'm, that I'm is curious a too doesn't the last name bell ring a bell the bell witch We've heard we've heard the term before, and there's quite a few witch names that are well known. You know, Keziah uh, Mason and uh, Goody, 
What was her name? Goody something. Sarah? Something like that. I well, did some research on the Bell Witch. What's this medical document you found there? Oh. Uh, I, I can't read it. Can you read it? Yeah, yeah, let me. Let me. I'm not medicine. All right. Can also, 10 out of 16. Uh, if anyone wants to look into the Bell Witch, you can do an occult while we uh, okay. handle this and then just save that for, for when we're done. So, yes, you, you said you did pass or? Yeah, 10 out of 60. Oh, wonderful. Yes, of course. Uh, so, yes, um, you're able to sort of, you know, look through it. It takes you a little bit, but with your medical knowledge as a, as a, um, a you know, field surgeon and trauma medic, you, you're able to, you know, decipher this uh, medical mumbo jumbo, so to speak. Um, and basically, what all, you know, as you, as you look, um, you know, you, you find that, um, uh, you know, Gertrude was correct in that uh, BB hadn't had any crazy breakthroughs, but she was well on her way towards establishing uh, like the vast majority of the DNA, DNA samples from FBS patients, including her, uh, have a common father, not just a common ancestor. Um, and that uh, they show numerous signs of inbreeding on the maternal side, as though even the mothers have a considerable shared descent. Um, now, DNA analysis has only been performed in the past several years, given recent technology, um, and you know they were able to do some tests on previous samples, but not all of them. You know, uh, you stand up to the test of time. Um, but she, you know, Beatrice was alarmed to have isolated DNA from a Bell relative who died in 1910, and nonetheless apparently had the same father that she did. And this startling realization is going to have to. We're going to do a sand roll for that. Of course. Uh, you're just zero one on this one. Okay. Because 55. again, oh as, wow, that's a ninety-eight. No, I take that one. Yeah, you're taking. Yeah, you're taking the one. Unfortunately, you know, you're very, you're very smart, Patch. And as much as you think how impossible it is, maybe Pawn and the others are onto something, yeah. and that that maybe it somehow is the same person. You know, un, impossibly, unnaturally, dare I say, um, the, the Jimmy Appleseed. Appleseed theory as and as a to it as you're um uh you know realizing that um Prada you 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 are able to look in and you do know about the Bell Witch um which again the Bell Witch is known um she was a uh, renowned witch um you know uh, in the 19th century uh, Bell family which they were actually in Northwest Robertson Kentucky um and uh, near the uh, the Red River. Um, and she was, you know, sort of um, renowned as a, as a witch. And of course, very similar thing that happened to Farnsworth happened to the Bell. Bell there doesn't seem to be any direct connection, uh, but there, you, you, do, you do posit that that would quite make sense where the Bell half of things come from, because the, the, the book only seems to mention the Farnsworths. Um, right. And so the two are sort of a shared, the two families are sort of, you're starting to gather, have similar genes, like they're from the same uh, clan, and so perhaps, um, perhaps you're you're getting maybe one of these farms worse, maybe even the the sorcerer James himself that you sort of found out about, um, uh, you know, had inter, you know, had relations with um, the the Bell Witch or one of their you know descendants, and that is where the Bell half of the clan came from. Yes. Um, now and now agents, I've come to two realizations: same killer, same mo which means that there's a chance that BB still might be alive, chained to a cellar somewhere. I, I think he, she's going through Three. the rite of passage yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Second is that this, this James, he might be an experienced hacker of some sorts to develop uh, some kind of virus that sophisticated. So maybe we should uh, take precautions there with our own technology. 
Is he it that sophisticated, uh, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Parsnip? Yeah, how? I mean, is it is it a, is it a, is it a sophisticated virus, or is it something that you've programmed yourself rather easily? Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. Can I get the level of sophistication? Yeah. On this? Um. So you you it's not the most sophisticated because you were easily able to track that the IP is it's from Dark County. Like they're not they're not bouncing their IP or anything like that. Um. You it would take you you'd have to spend a little bit of time researching, but you think that you might even be able to sort of um, triangulate or hone in even further where this IP is coming from within uh, Dark County. You know it's near Arcanum so far. Uh, but you could even you probably f- further pinpoint that um, if you spend a little bit of time. Um, yeah. So I mean, do we want to invest the time to do that because it might be worth it? But also, find out where the baby's chained up somewhere. Yeah. But so is that know. what our hypothesis is? Is that a nineteenth-century wizard, sorcerer, who? Produced offspring possibly with an 18th century, a uh, 19th century witch is somehow capturing women who are related to him over the course of 50 years and chaining them up and putting them through some sort of an ordeal to see if they are true Farnsworths. And those who survive become. Stock, maybe. I don't classic. want to find out. Yeah, it's classic cult behavior. Those who survive are basically brainwashed. And I'd hate to admit it, but you know, all the evidence points to it and Occam's razor. Paradox, when you talk to Gertrude, you're sure she didn't know anything about all of this. Yeah, I, I know people. Okay. And just from the tone of her voice, she was just the worried mother. But you did use the word murder. Do we have any evidence that anybody was actually killed? I mean, the, the description of the ritual, the, the, I mean, how could anyone survive that? Um, I guess just to clarify, yeah, it's, it's worth noting that the, the, the mention you read in the oral history that, you've, that um, Bailey found on the computer did mention that one case that that, that woman did die. So she did die as the, they, they found her body as part of that raid. However, it's also worth noting that um, all these missing people that um, Prada found, none of them had a body found. So right. that doesn't mean that they that weren't. Yeah. Doesn't mean that they weren't murdered. But if there was a body, it was never found. Right. It's just I find it to be very helpful to be precise and realize that unless you have a body, you don't say that you have a murder. <laughs> but it's very likely. The, in the in this this account, it did mention that there were other members of the family that James got away, and there were other people there aiding and abetting him and whatever it is that he's doing. So it could be that these are the women that survived the ordeal and then go on to perpetuate all this as well. I I do though find the one one idea of a wizard or sorcerer living for an extended period of time to be the most difficult to swallow the story. I could understand if he was passing on this magical ritual generation to generation as he went along, but evidence does seem to point to one individual. And at the very least, I'd like to speed along the unnatural uh, I'd like to know how we found, found the fountain of youth. 
if, if nothing else, perhaps the women that survive the ordeal go on to train up the next Jimmy and then he perpetuates the crimes. What if, I, I think that we should find, there may be a way if, if let's say the sorcerer has an extended lifespan, who's to say that he didn't start long before 1808 and that there just wasn't the reporting system that we would have. That's entirely possible. Right. But I mean, that was the, that was the frontier prior to 1808. Agent Patch, uh, you've looked at the blood work. Mm -hmm. uh, we know that these individuals tend to have quick clotting blood. And that's probably part of why they can take so many bullets. Mm -hmm. Do you know of any compounds that can either negate that or speed it along to the point where a simple injection of some kind might immediately clot their blood anything i could do uh keep her to kind of ronald would uh yeah i suppose they bleed to death if you had a sample of the blood you mm -hmm. could probably make something like that right um it would be sort of a like a a, a medicine roll um sort of um using that particular stuff otherwise you'd have to have a significant unnatural score to produce right, that right, right. out of nowhere. <laughs> the, the hospital should still have their sample they were running tests on unless the tests are destructive in some fashion. Mm, so there goes the idea of blood thinner coated uh, bullets. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Uh, it had crossed my mind, yes. <laughs> dart like. guns, dart guns with... Uh, exactly. With yes. a, quite a dose, you know. Correct. I want to. I want to look around her home just just to see if there's anything to give any more light onto. Sure. I mean, yeah, it's, it seems to be rather a little bit of a kind of a, a Spartan kind of townhome. Um, mostly things that are scattered around, stuff to do with her work. She's got a couple, uh, um, you know, uh, different things. Seems like she's got some astronomy magazines and uh, like a little little telescope that she you know pokes out of the out of her uh, back like little deck little deck thing that they have. Um, you know, as part of most townhomes. And so she seems, she, you know, she was like, she liked astronomy. Um, you know, it seems like she has a, a, a some sort of a, she has like a, uh, like an Xbox system, you know, that she uses, you know, to, to watch Netflix and TV and things like that. Um, and so she, you know, she is, you know, typical Check STEM in. sort of uh, hobbies. Check and see if she's got some sort of a log book on her astro astronomical. I mean, she's mm -hmm. looking at particular things. Is she a student at, like Ohio State, somewhere local. She's not, you know, a distant um, student at Miskatonic. No, she? no, she's okay. uh, she is a student at. Um, uh, I don't know the off the top of my head. It's the it's the college associated with the uh, Western Medical Center. Okay, so, um, yeah, School of Medicine. This so local college. Okay, yeah, I believe it's the Cleveland University or you know Ohio University gotcha. or College of Cleveland. You know, one of those. Gotcha. Um, and so it is. You know, she is a local student. Um, like I said, you know, she, mostly she keeps things rather clean. There's some you know clutter just from hobbies and you know little bits of notes from work at her little home desk, but uh, mostly she keeps things together. Um, of course, there's no, there's no food. The, the friends have already cleaned that out when they came to check on the dog. Um, you know, it looks like nothing has really been disturbed other than, like I said, just maybe the kitchen where they were feeding the dog, but it hasn't been tossed or anything like that. Um, Paradox, you maybe noticed that it looks like maybe there was a subtle search done, but it was, this place wasn't deep search or anything like that. It wasn't, nobody tossed the place or anything like I said. Um, 
So it seems rather normal. Um, you know, uh, you do you do notice Boris has finished his steak and is sort of uh, happily following you around from the the limits of uh, his leash. Um, and so he's, he seems happy to have people around. I, I'm going to call my friend uh, Jacqueline Donovan and see if she would like a bloodhound. She likes dogs. Well, uh, do we want to keep it for a little bit? If we're going out to Parsnip, is pointing out, it might be useful to root out the root cellar using the hound. Perhaps, but it's got to be taken care of by somebody. I mean, we can leave it here for a Fair while. Enough. But... I'm not doing it. Um, can I do an internet search on Farnsworth Farm? Yeah, yeah, of um, You know, you find the same flyer. Uh, you find some ads, like some, maybe like a kind of crudely made a Facebook page, um, you know, sort of advertising the same things, you know, as a sort of, agri- like I mentioned, an agritourism business, you know, mm-hmm. um, seasonal attractions, self-pick apples and pumpkins, you know, they do hay rides. Um, uh, given it's kind of, it's, it's kind of autumn right now. So th- some of these they're, they're currently offering. Um, they, they do notice that uh, there is a posting, um, they do post uh, no dogs allowed um, and mention something about, you know, they're after too many times of dogs eating their crops, they just, you know, please leave your dogs at home. Um, but other than that, you know, they seem, you know, very much like, you know, please come buy our things kind of, you know, just regular kind of ad, um, at least from the, that side of things. Um, did you want to maybe look, uh, you know, uh, you know, any other angles or are you just sort of, you know, Googling it sort of just with the regular internet? Um, I mean, if there's any other options um, that would be available, I would certainly go go for that. I'm, I'm really just trying to see, you know, is this Farnsworth Farm Jimmy's? Well, yeah, got a staff page or something? Uh, yeah. yeah. Is there, it, is no, there isn't a staff page. There is a, um, like a sort of about us page, but it doesn't give a whole lot of names. However, um, you do think that um, given, you know, given you're, you're with DG, you're with the conspiracy and you've got uh, a detective and an FBI agent with you, you could probably um, access, with their help, census records or potentially see who supposedly lives at the farm and see if there's any James that live there. Um, so a, uh, with a, somebody with a high enough bureaucracy score or uh, a lower, lower score with a roll, uh, for, does anybody have it over 50 by chance? What? No. Uh, bureaucracy. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, does somebody want to give me a bureaucracy roll then? I've got 25. It looks like Paradox is on it. Yeah, I'll roll it. I suspect right. we're about the same. 18. Awesome. All right. So, yeah, it does take a little digging. Um, and, you know, using some, some some systems and some credentials, you're able to get into, like I said, census records and, um, you know, the records from the county. Um, it seems that actually dozens of people named Farnsworth, have the last name Farnsworth or Bell, all do live at the same address in the you know, rural Dark County, Ohio. It seems to be about five miles outside of Arcanum, a little bit more outside of Cleveland. Um, and, you know, of course, this does correspond to the, the Farnsworth farm. However, um, there is no James Farnsworth or Jimmy Farnsworth or Jimmy Bell or James Bell listed at this address. He still might be there. If nothing else, yeah. we can go. Yeah. Apple picking paradox. Doesn't that sound like fun? No. Yeah. <laughs> Apple picking and sorcery. 
Now that of, does bring uh, up something. This uh, this whole list of Farnsworths and Bells that might mean there's a lot of hostels. That was exactly where my mind was. What is your weaponry situation? I've just got two pistols. I Vandermeer. I don't even know if I should ask. I have a knife. <laughs> I have a ceramic knife so that I can take it into places that look for metal. I don't think it's an airport, but uh, I also just in some, case. I also we we might need bigger explosion. guns. I have something a little bit more heavy duty than a pistol, but it's not subtle either. I don't think subtle is going to be a problem. I don't Cons- think we should be walking into a and a farm full of children with an assault rifle either, Pawn. Con- concerning the Farnsworth family and what I suggested earlier, can I look up on my phone and see from like Ancestry.com when did the Farnsworth surname first show up in the United States? When did they migrate from Europe? Uh, the GM is sitting there going, Jesus Christ, these people ask questions that I'm not prepared for. It's, that, answers you know, it's my just quest- that, um, that answers my question. I'll tell you what. Um, I, while, you are lo- while you are looking into that, and I am outside of the game, looking through my, to see if there is something like that, because I think there is, but I need to flip to a completely different part of the book. <laughs> so why don't you talk amongst yourselves, and I will, and Hades will inform you if he finds something. <laughs> but if we find out this, that they came here in the 1600s, it could be that they are from a long line of European um, sorcerers. Well, before we drive into the you know the boonies is there anything else we should be looking into before going to the farm i'd still like to see if we could get some info uh on the blood if possible mm-hmm. um uh, yes that's right pon sorry in person oh, yeah that's we... I, I was gonna gonna do that actually and forgot get into access her logs uh, her her research logs, uh, all what the things we, that she's up, up, uploaded to the servers at the Case Western. What if we find out about the people that are currently running the farm, and do background checks to see if they're involved in any criminal activity that we, you know, other missing right. people, or if nothing else, they all have a similar look to them, right? Or if yeah. there's an existing warrant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I what was hoping to under... see I was hoping to find some pictures on the internet. Mm-hmm. They're under investigation. Yeah, for, look, there, there's nothing, know. there's no hashtag farmsworth farms <laughs> on Instagram. You can go search and see if anyone's taking pictures. I don't we should don't also bear in do. mind that we're not really a criminal investigation. We're we're trying to find out if there's anything, if the wizard aspect of it is real and stop it from happening. Um, in which case, we could just barge in there, shoot any wizards we find, and then disappear into the night. Now you're talking my language. That's true. I wonder well, how long it would take for us closing. to get there. Yeah, who after knows if that well, wizard can like zap well, you? Yes, if, if, well, if we go by the uh, axioms for um delta green and we must understand that we need to survey we need to be careful we need to be correct thorough our priority is not to rescue the woman who's been captured but 
hopefully we can. That certainly is a personal priority. We don't want people dying. But at the very very worst, it'll be her death at the hands of cultists, Satan-worshipping cultists. That's what they usually say. It does depend a bit on how far she's gone through this right. You do need to be prepared that she may be unsavable even if we save her. Right. Then we can study her. Perhaps we should do Mm. some reconnaissance, a stakeout of sorts. Absolutely. absolutely. Maybe for guard patterns or any unusual activity. I mean, as far as we know, they have no idea that we're on the case. So I could just go walk into the farm and be there like, oh, how quaint. I can write up a a paper on it. (laughs) You know, I just happen to be in town. I mean, that's exactly what I do. And then while I'm in there distracted, I can say, oh, could you show me your dungeon where you keep your prisoners? (laughs) Maybe we can all go in as uh, friends and try out their apple cider donuts. I, we'll have to dress down. Prada, mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea to, um, I don't know, give them a call and say you'll rep them on social media or something if they give you like a little tour, you know, like yeah. something private, a little bit behind the scenes. And then the rest of us can be staged as apple pickers or whatever. Pawn you really like an apple picker. You really look like an apple picker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that all of us fit that and I would there's no way that I want to be too close to that without some form of weaponry. I've gone undercover plenty of times during some stings, so I'm comfortable doing that. So uh, I did actually find something. I had to flip through some of my notes here, but um, to a different part of the book. But uh, first, I wanted to ask, so um, just to clarify what everyone is doing, uh, it seems like we're, you're planning an expedition to the farm. Hades was talking while also just flipping through some stuff, and I'm going to give you something you found. Um, was there anything else anybody was doing? Um, were you, did you want to run a trace on the, on the virus or did you want to, uh, wait on that and try other things first? Uh, how long would it, well, it kind of depends. What, how long would it take me to do a trace on it? it basically it would take you some, some time, you know, you could basically spend some time talking and during the car ride, getting it started. And then it's just okay. a matter of how long your code will take to, you know, ping back with, with it where it's from. So it might be, couple hours it could be a day you know it's yeah. really going to depend on how how much the how much your code will need to do basically yeah i i think i think we can kind of scratch that at the moment because i figured yeah. that this farnsworth farm is probably where we need to be focusing mm-hmm. our attention on mm-hmm. um i do want to try to get like the files off off the database you are able to um so you are they, it is they are encrypted files but you are able to send a similar copy to yourself that she has. Okay. So you, you can have a, an encrypted copy that given that you are opening the email through the right links, you know, because basically if you, if you put this data and if you try to open it in the wrong way, it's yeah. not going to work basically is the way that this encryption system is working. And that's from Miskatonic, which some of you might know is one of your favorite recruiting, you know, one of the conspiracy's favorite recruiting grounds. So the, the um, Armitage protocol. Exactly. So, um, you know, that people there are friendlies or, you know, agents themselves that, that, that keep things in line and they keep things encrypted. So you have an encrypted copy that as long as you don't, um, like, as long as you don't try to like access the data by, plug, you know, if, if your device is destroyed, you might have to 
you know, find another way to get it because you can't just plug in and pull it off because of the encryption. Um, wonderful. All right, cool. So in that case, you know, you're all getting ready. Um, you know, you're uh, you're taking a copy of the of this um, this tome that you found potentially for later. Um, Prada. Um, you are looking. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, just quickly, can yeah. we get on Google Earth and see if we can get a satellite view hmm. of the farm? Well, in that case, um, why don't I? I actually have two. I have two things for you then. So um, the first thing that I will do is put. Can I do this? Can I do that? Yes. So I put the <laughs> the map um, there. Um, so this is what you would get from just a sort of a satellite view. And I, I will also, we can stream this for just a moment for everyone else here. Hold on. Um, it seems like there are a number of um, uh, apple, apple, yeah, apple orchards and trees, of course. There's also a number of pumpkin uh, patches. It uh, seems there is uh, some sort of a little bit of a playground type area. There's a number of uh, different bushes. Um, it seems like there is uh, some farmhouses and, uh, and residential houses um, and uh, a parking lot. And so it seems like, you know, uh, it seems generally to match with, you know, the information you've seen. Um, you even spot a couple people, um, you know, working and going about. Um, it seems like it is, it's, you know, appears from the satellite view to be like any other, um, you know, farm that might be, you know, tour, you know like I said, agro-tourist type farm that uh, offers these kinds of services and, and seasonal uh, things. Um, and so that's the general sort of layout of the area. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to show you is, uh, so, you know, someone is able to pull up a satellite map. Um, as well, uh, Hades, you're, you're, you're looking through, um, you're checking the, um, the sort of uh, genetic database sites and things like that, Ancestry.com, uh, those kind of records. And it seems like, unfortunately, no, you don't find anything um, pre-1808. It seems like um, the, the, the geneticists, uh, you know, researchers seem to have, they're, they're onto something there. And that's, that's when this seems to have started. It was around 1808 is when it really um, came into sort of the, 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 into the news, into the sort of the common light that this sort of thing was going on, uh, and that this mutation existed. Um, however, it's strange that when you're looking through, you find a um, a uh, a report from is called uh, the the particular website is findmyfamily.com. You find a huh. correspondence. Uh, it seems that somebody sent a sample into findmyfamily.com um, and attached to this is a, uh, a, a, a message from the CDC. Um, and so it is, it is you know, uh, not necessarily public record. Uh, however, um, using some of the resources you have available to you, you know, perhaps again, using the, um, the databases or sort of the uh, go ahead, uh, the credentials that you have um, as, as sort of fake FBI agents or, you know, with Pond's help, you're able to get in and find that there is actually a letter. Um, there's a letter uh, from a Sergeant Tom Barkley um, and a CDC um, uh, that has to do um, with, with this sample and this CDC investigation um, that happened uh, a few years ago. That has that has to do with this sample that somebody submitted. I found a interesting little letter here. It's a memorandum uh, from the Los Angeles Police Department. Um, Sergeant Tom Barkley, LAPD, uh, infectious outbreak desks from the CDC to the CDC. Sorry, 
We are requesting your assistance for analysis of the enclosed blood sample from an infectious disease biohazard uh, perspective. The sample was taken from the home of James Chang, age 17. Mr. Chang was found decapitated and torn to pieces in his bedroom, among uh, uh, almost as though he was the victim of a bomb blast. However, no signs of explosives were found. He had been seen earlier in the day uh, by his parents, Robert and Emily Chang, both respected local physicians. Uh, His girlfriend, London Sinclair, age 17, admitted in an interview that she had visited James in his bedroom about an hour before he was discovered. However, she was ruled out as a suspect simply because no human agency could have forensically caused this crime scene. The splash pattern are suggestive of an explosion, but in addition, it seems as though the crime scene was tampered with, as fragments of the body seem to have been moved over an extended period of time. It makes no sense. That's very interesting. I wonder if we could find any record of the CDC of this uh, so, and of course, you are, um, you're not entirely sure that this is directly related to your case, but right. given you were looking in the fact that, you know, you're, you're looking into the, this, these different websites that the CDC had a case with this findfamily.com, you know, a few years ago, you know, a decade or two back is significant for, you know, a Delta Green operative. Um, uh, it seems like this is definitely something that if, uh, you know, if Delta Green, if the conspiracy was you know heard about, they would investigate. However, about... 10, you know, about 10, 20 years ago when this, or, you know, not, not 20, about 10 or so years ago when this, when this happened, um, you were still sort of transitioning. And so um, it was very likely that one of the more cowboys was something the person who handled this case. And unfortunately you don't have all the records. Um, and so uh, they don't know if this is something that you, you're not sure if Delta Green investigated this in the past or not with the CDC. It's not our current case anyways, but we have the information so we can pass it on. But yeah. And you do have a couple names there as well. Um, yeah. Uh, I think this is a rather good place. Uh, we can uh, have you all here. You, you, is, uh, has anybody else wanted to do anything before you head to the farm for the first time? Or anything that we couldn't do in, in preparation as part of next? I think that what we're going to do is head to the farm, but we're going to do so carefully. Okay. So that we I, don't just yeah. like walk in. I w- if other agents are not uh, can like, worried about time i wouldn't hate uh literally scoping out the farm for a night i agree that's wise mm-hmm. uh, go get a, a hunting scope and check it out from afar sure uh then yeah then a perfect place for us to end it then is so you all uh get some gear uh you know you get you know a hunting scope uh, it was, it was like anything else we can iron out in between the weeks and you gather this gear up you head out um at night uh you sort of stealthily try to approach from afar um and you do see that seems like the place is as a business closed from the outside um but you do see a couple lights on in the you know in the houses in the farmhouse like there are obviously still people here um and as you're looking with the scope um you get sort of an eerie sight uh as you see um what looks to be some sort of a a, a little bit of a fire like they're having some sort of campfire or bonfire uh but it looks way out back like perhaps it's beyond the apple trees like they're way out behind their groves and so you just see the little bit of the smoke uh, from the fire rising up as they seem to be doing something here at night. Um, 
And that is where we will close the curtain for this week, um, for our opera. Standing. Our players included Holly Buto, Nathan Decker, Julian Arba, Alex Sun, and myself with John Dos Passos as the Keeper of the Secrets. We have a Discord server where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Delta Green role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.